you know, with all the tragedy and crisis in our world these days, uh, there actually are some bright spots. Uh, one of them is the acknowledgement that we're having of true heroes in our society these days. It was last weekend when our neighbors were informed that all across Canada at 8.30 on Saturday night, people were going to their front porches, turning on their lights and acknowledging the frontline workers in the fight against the new coronavirus. And so our family, like many on our street, uh, turned on our light and stood on our porch and acknowledged, first of all, the frontline workers on our street. We've got police officers and doctors and nurses and whatever that we live nearby uh, but also kind of symbolically for people all across our country and around the world, including uh, those across our Southridge community, and just appreciating that the work that they're putting into the fight against the coronavirus. It was interesting as I was watching some of the families, they were getting really into it and not just applauding. They were bringing out pots and pans and, you know, serving spoons that they were banging on as if they were like marching bands. And, you know, you've got all this kind of chaos and bedlam on the street. And I'm kind of scanning across and thinking, when was it and what did it take for us to acknowledge these kind of people as heroes, to acknowledge firefighters and healthcare workers and PSWs, to acknowledge bus drivers and grocery store clerks and homeless shelter staff. Since when did these become the heroes of our day? You think about it, typically we're flocking to sports arenas to cheer for sports sensations or to huddle into you know, stadiums to yell at and scream at rock concerts. And those tend to be the heroes of our society. But these days, you can't scroll through your social media feed or hear a public official without them acknowledging their appreciation and honor of frontline workers. It seems as if the way in which they are sacrificing of themselves for others' behalf is being appreciated like never before. And that's really the secret, isn't it? The way other people are voluntarily putting themselves in harm's way for the safety and protection of others. That's what it is that's making these people heroes in this day and age. Well, I feel like if we're sensitizing to that reality, then it's going to be a slam dunk for us to appreciate what we're celebrating together as a church community on Good Friday today. Because Good Friday commemorates and remembers the ultimate sacrifice of the person of Jesus Christ who gave his life for the sin of humanity. We started to talk about this a little bit last week when we were considering the idea of privilege, just appreciating the way of Jesus, that Jesus, even though he was part of the Trinity, fully divine, enjoying life and relationship with God in heaven, he voluntarily relinquished that privilege and entered into the brokenness of our humanity to take on the form of a living person. And then he didn't just live his life as a good person or as some people like to believe, a great moral teacher. The scriptures go on to teach that Jesus fully resisted the temptations of sin that our world provides. And as a sinless person, he actually gave his life up for the sin of humankind. That he sacrificed himself as a sinless sacrifice in order to pay the penalty of the sin, in order to absorb the consequences 
of the sin of humankind. And that's really what makes Jesus' act of heroism so special, that he actually took on himself and absorbed the consequences of the sin of humankind. If you think of our frontline workers today that we're honoring and appreciating, you know, they're willing to put themselves in harm's way. They're willing to risk, you know, contracting the coronavirus or bringing the virus home to their families. But when you think about the way that Jesus not only endured a torturous death on the cross for the sake of our sin, but actually absorbed the sin of humanity on himself, it takes on a whole new meaning. In fact, there's a passage in the New Testament in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that I think most succinctly kind of describes the wonder of what it is that we celebrate on Good Friday where it says this, that God who made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin to actually be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Let that sink in for just a moment, that even though Jesus had no sin, he became the sin of the whole world, including yours and mine. Any sin you've ever experienced in your life, any time you've ever been hurt or abused or betrayed or abandoned, that pain Jesus bore upon himself. And any time in your life that you've deviated from God's design in a way that hurts somebody else, Jesus took that pain and bore it upon himself. He absorbed all the sin of all humanity for all time, which is what differentiates Jesus' act of heroism from all the others. It's certainly admirable that people would step into harm's way in our day and age, and they would become frontline workers in this fight against COVID-19. But no matter what role a person plays, no matter what defense they provide, no matter what protection or, or health they seem to promote, no matter what way they step in the gap, none of them are playing the kind of role that Jesus played where he actually absorbed the sin and brokenness and pain of the world. No frontline worker has the sponging opportunity, the sponging impact that Jesus had when he fully bore the sin of humankind on his own life as he hung on that cross some 2,000 years ago. And I think when we fully appreciate that, it actually makes Good Friday quite a sad moment to commemorate, doesn't it? Because unlike the coronavirus, which at some level is nobody's fault, certainly we can contribute to making things worse when we ignore the pleas for physical distancing, which upsets the rest of us in society. But at the end of the day, coronavirus isn't something that we caused. When we think about the way Jesus hung on that cross to die for our sin that we chose, that we caused, we all of a sudden realize that he who had no sin didn't just become generic sin. He actually became my sin and your sin and our sin. And as we personalize the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross, it can become heartbreaking for sure. But then 
when we appreciate why it was that Jesus died on the cross, that it was actually the ultimate act of love, not just generically for all humanity, but personally, specifically for you and for me. Then I hope that sadness can turn to gratitude and admiration and ultimately honor and praise like no other. For sure, it's sad in our day and age to see frontline workers putting themselves in harm's way, but that sadness soon turns to respect and honor the kind that drives us to our front porches on Saturday nights. But when we actually appreciate that Jesus hung on the cross to bear our sin so that we could be forgiven and set free, and then appreciate why he did that out of his deep personal love for you and me, I hope that it elicits a kind of response that praises and honors him, not only with applause, but can ultimately give him our lives in return. That because Jesus gave his life for us, we can give our lives in followership and in honor back to him. This Good Friday, let's appreciate all that Jesus has done for us as he who had no sin became sin for you and me. Let's appreciate why he did it, because of his deep and full love for every single one of us, no matter who we are or what we've done. And more than anything, let's appreciate the life that's now enabled because of it. That thanks to Jesus' shed blood, we can be forgiven and set free to enjoy a new life with God, where we can be empowered for the best of the rest of our one and only life, not just to love Jesus back in, in, in return, but to actually learn the way of Jesus and to voluntarily give of our privilege to invest in the brokenness of our world and to learn and be empowered to love others in the same way that Jesus loved us. These days we're growing in our appreciation for those people that are truly heroes among us. And as we do, I hope that we'll appreciate how much honor Jesus deserves, especially on Good Friday as we celebrate the reality that he who had no sin became sin for us so that in him we could experience the very best of life that God has for us. Let's pray together. Jesus, it's in this moment that we pause to remember all that you did, not just for people in general, but for every single one of us here today, personally and specifically that you absorbed our sin, that you absorbed our pain. And it's in response to appreciating that, that we just wanna say thanks and honor you in return. And so I pray in these moments now, as we reflect in a fuller, deeper way on what you bore on that cross some 2000 years ago, that our sadness would turn to honor and praise and that we would be prompted to give you the full worship and honor and heartfelt thanks that you're due for being the true hero who bore our sin and pain so that we could enjoy a forgiven and free life with God. We thank you and we love you. In your precious name we pray. Amen.